everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. This is Chuck Smith, and I'm here to bring you the post-game show following Bayern Munich's big 3-1 victory over Mainz in the Bundesliga. As everyone knows, this was this was Bayern Munich's return to action after an international break. You never really know how these games are going to go, but Bayern Munich did what it needed to do. It handled its business and put down Mainz like it should have. Uh, as we always do on this show, we're going to talk a lot about the game, but we always want to talk about how Byron started the match, which really presented no surprises from Thomas Tuchel. He went with a pretty standard lineup considering the injuries that were had. I guess some of the news that came out at the tail end of the week regarding Joshua Kimmich's illness, Leon Goretzka's knock that he picked up during the international break against Mexico. Uh, those played a role into some thinking there would be massive lineup changes, but there were not. Uh, Tuchel did the best that I think he could do here. I've accepted a couple of things, and one of them is that he will never play Jamal Musiala and Thomas Muller together. So anyone hoping to see that, like me, uh, your hopes are officially crushed. <laughs> That's never going to happen. But either way, Tuchel put out a pretty good squad to face Mainz, all things considered. Uh, at goal, Tuchel started Sven Ulreich. There was some speculation that Manuel Neuer was going to be able to come back for this match. Uh, in fact, I predicted Neuer was going to start based on the news that broke earlier in the week. However, Tuchel, his staff, the club, and Neuer put their heads together and wanted to push it out one more week. So Neuer will miss the Champions League match in the middle of the week as well, and, and they are targeting next weekend for him to officially return, which I am sure will be be to the pleasure of all Bayern Munich fans. Uh, defensively, Bayern used a back line with center backs, Kim Min-Jay and Matthijs De Ligt, outside backs, Alfonso Davies and Conrad Leimer. Nusar Mizrahi was unavailable uh, given his injury that he picked up during the international break. Uh, so knowing that, Tuchel's hands were tied on what he could do. I mean, he could have broken out Franz Kratzig. He could have moved some people around, but he chose not to. And uh, the back line we will get into in a little bit. I did not think it was their best effort on the day, but in the end, they only let up one goal, so it wasn't that bad. Uh, the midfielder was Joshua Kimmich and Leon Goretzka. The attack consisted of Harry Kane at striker. Jamal Musiala behind him is the 10, and Leroy Sané and Kingsley Coman as the wings. Uh, this unit functioned... I, I thought pretty well uh, attacking wise. It was choppy at times, but they did make good on some of the chances that they had. Uh, it's still not enough cane involvement for my liking, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Defensively, there were definitely some communication issues, some awareness issues uh, and some positioning issues. These are things that have plagued Bayern Munich over the course of time. This particular unit, not having played together as a foursome that much in front of Ulreich, you could see that there was some potential for errors, and I think we saw a lot. In fact, I would say if Mainz could finish at all, this would have been a vastly different game, but uh, they could not hit the broadside of a barn today, so uh, it kept the scoreline in check. We'll hit now the actual scoreline from the match and how things played out. As I said, it was a 3-1 victory, and Bayern Munich got on the board early. Leroy Sané found Kingsley Coman with a great pass, and for as much as Coman has been smashed about his finishing, he let loose with an absolute beauty of a goal. Uh, I thought he was going to try and cut it back, cut it in, but he did not. 
11th minute, just a great shot from Coman puts Byron up one nil. And the team had to be feeling very confident at that point. Uh, Sané just did tremendous in finding Coman there. Uh, good long pass diagonally and Coman did the rest on his own. Just five minutes later, however, Harry Kane was able to put a ball into the net with a header after Leon Goretzka headed a aerial ball over to Kane, who deposited the ball in the back of the net. It was not uh, a sequence, a passing sequence, or anything where the team was actually looking to get Kane involved, which to me is still a major problem with this unit. But Goretzka was aware enough to take the ball that was in the air and head it toward Kane, who was able to really finish it easily. So heads up play by Goretzka, who I thought had a very strong match. I know no matter what the guy does, there'll be his detractors out there that will say that he was terrible. I don't think so. I thought he was very good on the day. Uh, and unfortunately, a lot of people, it won't matter to a lot of people anyway. But uh, we talked a little bit about the defensive issues and after a Leroy, Leroy Sané turnover in the 43rd minute, it was off to the races for Mainz on a counterattack. Brazian Gruda was able to find Anthony Kachi for a just a tremendous goal by Kachi, who uh, it was, in my mind, <laughs> a tremendous shot. He went uh, upper 90 uh, across his body from the left over to the right side. Just great shot by Kachi. And at that point, Mainz had cut the lead to 2-1. Byron was just looking to survive the rest of the half. But the Bavarians were in control. I don't think anybody was under the impression that Mainz was going to be able to, to mount some kind of full-scale comeback here. But nonetheless, the game went 2-1 into the locker room, and Byron was looking good. In the 59th minute, Leon Goretzka got his goal. Uh, Jamal Musiala, who I will say was very irritating to me at times because it feels like he's forcing things offensively. Uh, one of the big criticisms I personally have had with this Bayern attack is that when you have Musiala, Sané, Coman, and Gnabry as th you know, three of the attacking options or four of the attacking options for three spots, I should say, that's a lot of players looking for their own shot first in the final third. And I thought Musiala at times could have played Kane. He could have found other options, but he continued to try and make things happen on his own. And it didn't work out so well initially. But on this particular play, Musiala appeared to actually take the ball off of Conrad Limer's foot and was able to find Goretzka, who hit a great shot. Goretzka, goal and an assist. Uh, Good game for him, but obviously uh, to put Bayern Munich up 3-1 in the 59th minute, that was the important thing. And at that point, you could see that Mainz wasn't necessarily going to go away, but they were going to have a lot of trouble being able to make up that kind of ground. And at that point, we did start to see some substitutions and a little bit later, <laughs> Bunasar came in for Goretzka. And I know the SAR watch is on. Many of you out there, including our own Philip Quinn, uh, who couldn't watch the game today, uh, he was a little disappointed because Saar, who gets dusted off uh, like an old bottle of scotch, like once every you know few months, uh, he absolutely doesn't get any time. So when we see him enter a match, it's almost like become this special event in the Bayern Munich fan base. I can only think that they're they're trying to get him some minutes to see what they have, and in the event that they have to use him at some point given the injury luck of this team. 
Uh, a little bit later in the 77th minute, we saw Matisse Tell come in for Leroy Sané, and we saw Eric Maxim Chupo Moting come in for Jamal Musiala. One name you might notice is missing is Thomas Muller, who did not get his number called until the 88th minute, which was kind of odd to me. Uh, it was almost like, why bother when he came in for Kingsley Coman? But Muller came in, uh, got a little bit of a run in because of the five minutes of extra time, but that was about it. And the game went in there at, at 3-1. Overall, my impressions of the game were were very positive uh, for the main reason that this was the first game back from an international break. I did not expect to see a fluid attack. I did not expect to see a staunch defensive line because we weren't going to get any of that anyway. The attack looked good at times. It looked choppy at others. The back line had its struggles, but the overall team defense left way too many gaps, way too much space. And if Mainz is ex- is exploiting that, better teams are going to do the same. I, I If I had one criticism of Kimmich and Goretzka, who I thought were both very good, it was that they tended to leave their defense a little bit out to dry, uh, hang them out to dry, I should say because they left so much space at times. And and that is a problem because Conrad Limer was out of position several times, including on the goal from Anthony Kachi. Uh, that was easily preventable de- despite the great shot by Kachi. But Limer was out of position. Delict got caught in no man's land. If he went to challenge Kachi, he was going to leave a wide open space in front of the goal with runners coming in. So it was a no-win spot for him. I also didn't like Alfonso Davies at times, some of his positioning and awareness. And at one point, Danny DaCosta got behind him. And again, a totally preventable play. I don't know what Davies was doing on it. And I don't want to harp on it too much because while the back line did struggle at times, there are reasons that they did lack of familiarity and communication being chief among them. I'm not going to hammer Davies too much for this, especially because the play didn't result in a goal. But it was another instance where if Mainz could finish at all, this would have been a vastly different game. The thing that I guess irked me about the Davies play is because we have seen this from him, I think, time and time again. And, and, and as much talent and potential as he has, I think he could be so much more. And I want to see him get to that level that I think he can get to. Uh, and and it's, it's definitely an instance where if teams, better teams are looking at that and they notice that they're going to be able to take advantage of that, it's going to happen more and more often. So let's see how Davies adjusts to this in the coming games. I don't have any doubt that he can make these adjustments in his own game and that he can shore up some of these things for sure. But I do think that the back line overall needed to be a lot better. I didn't love what I saw out of DeLict and Kim Min Jae today. It, it, it wasn't, again, it's not that any of the four of them were terrible or necessarily even bad. It was just collectively how they played. And I include the midfielders and the wingers in that because I, and, and Jamal Musiala to a point too, because it just, I felt like the team left too much space and they did put Sven Ulrich in some very difficult positions. Uh, luckily today, Mainz couldn't really do anything with the good chances that they had. Uh, the attack, (laughs) this is where it gets really complex because at times they did so well, but they're still not getting Harry Kane the ball. And I know I sound like a broken record here, but Harry Kane, you went out to get him for the sole purpose of having a target man, someone that you could 
honestly force feed the ball into right now it's not happening and i i don't necessarily like how byron is integrating kane i don't know if it's all on kane i mean he only had 35 touches today i want to see more out of kane i want to see his touch range and i know it's high for a striker but i want to see it in the 55 to 60 range just because he spends so much time getting deeper and checking in that I think he needs to get his foot on the ball at some point so we can pass and make runs in pass and just become a part of what's going on in the attack too often. Now it feels like he's standing there watching. And part of this, I think is Kane needing to get acclimated to his teammates and and that fault lies with him for the inactivity. But I honestly don't see a ton of Coman Musiala and Sané uh, because they were the three players that that played today. I don't see them looking for Kane a lot. Uh, Gretzka notably missed Kane one time where he took a shot on his own when he had Kane going down, making a run on the left side. It's just that Byron hasn't gotten in sync with Kane yet. And I think at some point Kane's going to get frustrated. I think we saw some visible signs of frustration from him. It's nothing Levin, on the Lewandowski level because we know that when Lewandowski was missed. The arms went up. The head went back. He was cursing in German or Polish or whatever he was saying. But we didn't see any of that from Kane. But I will say that it's starting to weigh on him. At least that's how it looks to me. And I think that Tuchel needs to address this. Uh, I would like to see Musiala looking to play the role of facilitator to Kane. But right now, I'm not seeing that at all. And I think that chemistry right there is something that needs to be improved in a big way if this team's going to do serious damage in the Champions League. You, It's going to be very tough when you have a striker like Kane to have a 10 that they can't get in sync, that they, they the 10 can't get in sync with Kane. Uh, and I'm not saying at this point Muller would do any better because Muller had his chance and he, he didn't necessarily seize that opportunity either. But I, I'd like to see a bigger improvement from Musiala in working with Kane and I would like to see Kane a little bit more active because some of the fault I think lies with him as well. So overall, I know a lot of that might sound down, but overall it was a very positive because when you're coming back from an international break, you just don't know what you're going to get. This team was banged up. It's not as if they steamrolled into the international break riding high. There were some choppy efforts before that. Uh, so right now, I mean, I'm, I'm happy with the victory. I think three, one was fair. I think there are much bigger games ahead. But this was a good feeling out game for Bayern Munich. They needed to, to get together. They needed to get on the same page and see what things looked like. Now they got that out of the way. They're going to be prepared for their midweek match in the Champions League. They should get Manuel Neuer back next weekend. So I would say a lot of things are looking up. But I do want to see some tangible improvements in terms of awareness, positioning, and communication defensively. And I want to see more fluidity and more energy in the attack, which sounds weird given that, that Sané and Coman are, and Musiala are all electric real type players. But I, I want to see how all that works together with a, a presence like Kane. And right now it just hasn't clicked yet. So uh, I want to see improvements there, but I will take the three points and run good victory for Bayern Munich. And that will wrap it up for this post game show. So if you have any questions for me, you can drop them in the comments of this post or you can hit me up on social media at the barrel blog. You can always hit the site up at Bavarian FB works. You can get our tweet Meister up at 
Tommy Adams 71. You can get I Need No Name at BFWINNN. You can get Siler at CYL3R. And like always, catch all of our great game coverage, the match awards, the observations, and all of the post-game reactions that we cover at BavarianFootballWorks.com. A lot of good stuff in covering this Mainz versus Bayern Munich game. And uh, we will have more and more Bayern coverage over the course of this weekend and next week, of course, heading into the Champions League in the middle of the week and then next weekend in the Bundesliga. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Have a couple of beers on me and we will see you next time.